Welcome back, Never Sleepers. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ross Never Sleeps on Never Sleeps Network. I'm your host, Alex Ross. Every week, NeverSleepsNetwork.com brings you brand new content and podcasts. Coming up on Monday, we have a brand new RNS with the Crazy Eights Film Festival directors out in Vancouver. And we're going to be chatting to them about the great debate between L.A. and Vancouver and New York and Toronto and how Canadians have to be more proud and, and more interested in producing in Canada and how we keep more productions in Canada. And of course, maybe even poach a couple from our friends to the south. On Tuesday, speaking of our friends to the south, from L.A., Stephen Shahorian from Toronto, Lisa Schwartzman, every two. Tuesday, you better don't. The funniest seven minutes in podcast, I guess, in America and Canada with that one. And on Wednesday, we celebrate the Cuban potato as we open up another file of the potato files with Jeff Paul. And of course, every Thursday, a brand new episode with our host, Aaron Broverman of Speech Bubble, Toronto's best comic podcast. And of course, you're listening to Ross Never Sleeps. This episode is with the one and only Marito Lopez, the El Salvadorian Jiga G himself, comes in to the RNS and NSN studio to chat about his upcoming second album with his rap group running at the mouth, the cream soda fur coat, and he gives me a much-needed hip-hop crash course because I clearly need it. Check out their first album, Whip My Woes, produced by Comedy Records, available on iTunes and all streaming sites. And of course, Marito is not only an up-and-comer who's a heavy hitter in the making, but he surrounds himself with heavy hitters, including Aisha Brown, Dave Merhej, Chris Robinson, Kyle Hickey. All these can be heard on Whip My Woes, their first Running at the Mouth album. Of course, Big Norm. Shout out to Big Norm. Check all of these amazing artists in and around Toronto. Marito has a brand new bi-weekly Thursday open mic at Bampot in Toronto. Uh, this really awesome tea house. His bi-weekly Thursday show is hosted with Luba Magnus. It's called Comma T. And be sure to check out this episode of Ross Never Sleeps with our guest, Marito Lopez. Fucking Marito Lopez Fuck in the yeah. house. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Is it recording? It's recording. Oh, sick. Thank you for coming not only here today to the Never Sleeps Network Studios to be on Ross Never Sleeps, but thanks for coming from El Salvador. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you about El Salvador. Okay. El Sa- I got to hit that L yeah. in Salvador. Salvador. Don't you hate it? Like, what, what's like the worst pronunciation of El Salvador? Have you ever heard? I haven't really heard any bad ones, really. People okay. don't really know about it. Right. Do you know yeah. why? Yeah. Why? Because it is, and I've done some research, yeah. it is the smallest, most densely populated country in Central America, yeah. which is kind of funny because when I think about Marito Lopez, yeah. he's the smallest, <laughs> most densely funny guy yeah. in Toronto right now. Oh, sick. When did you come from El Salvador? Uh, What's, what was the trip? Uh, 91. 91. Yeah. How old were you? I was like four. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. Uh, Whole family? Family trip? Yeah. 
Right? All family. Um, well, not only, <laughs> we had to leave the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Do you? What do you remember, though? Uh, yo, I honestly remember everything from El Salvador. Okay. Because it was such a drastic change coming here. So I remember all the stuff going on back there, like when the, the sirens used to go on, like saying that there, there was going to be well, war or whatever, gunfire. So all the kids had to like run in. Uh, well, like not just the kids, everybody like had to run in, but they would like usually kids would play and when those sirens would go off. Uh, all the moms would come outside and be like, yo, we got to go in. And then you would go in the basement. And uh, I remember just playing with my friends and running around the streets. And this store I always used to go to and, like, try to steal candy from when, when I was a little kid in El Salvador. And, yeah, I remember a lot, to uh, be honest. Going to my grandma's restaurant. Whoa. Yeah. I have so many more questions now. Yeah. First of all, which candy were you shoplifting? Uh, I, I, I don't remember, but... I remember when I was a kid, I used to love chiclets. Okay, just yeah. the gum? Yeah, chiclets. And you're four years old. So yeah. are you afraid? Like, when, like, how, like, are you scared? Do you know remember. what's going on no, enough? Not really, man. I remember just always being a fun ass kid and, like, just loving life. And I remember one time we were driving through a street, and my sister told me that a witch lived in, like, one of the houses. Uh, in our neighborhood and that terrified me and I remember that's the first time I was ever scared like I felt scared remember feeling scared oh yeah and I almost I drowned almost in El Salvador I almost drowned in the ocean I remember in that in the Pacific Ocean yeah I guess yeah I think that's right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> was that is that where you were? Where you were drowning? Yeah, I, I, it was the ocean. Yeah, and like um, I rem I don't remember drowning, but I remember my dad carrying me in on the beach, and I was like crying. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna confirm we're both not uh, too crazy that it's the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Oh, it is the Pacific Ocean. Okay, I'm good. pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But I've never referred to it as that. That's it's just the ocean. Do you, yeah, yeah. It's just the it's just the beach. We just call it the beach. So Grandma has a restaurant. Yeah. She. What kind of restaurant? Uh, just like Spanish food, man. Like uh, chicken and rice, uh, tamales, uh, rice and beans. Just simple shit. Pupusas. Like my mom, my uh, my pupusas. mom knows how to cook amazing because of my grandma. So, are you going to mom's regularly for your El Salvadorian fix, or uh, do you get? Is there a place in Toronto? Well, well, Toronto. There's some spots. Kensington Market has some spots. They Saint Clair. do. Yeah, Saint Clair West has some spots as well. That's right. That like Tanakh and all those yeah. those spots around that. Yeah, hood. they're pretty dope. Yeah. Okay. But good. Nothing is like nothing is like my mom's. But she's all the way in Calgary, right? Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize. So you're here on your own. Yeah. You moved from Calgary, yeah. like El Salvador, to Calgary, Calgary. Here. To here. Yeah. So you went to high school, you went to elementary, you did all your schooling Everything in Calgary. There. I grew up there. Wow. Yeah. I left there. I've only been in Toronto for like four years. Only four years? Mm -hmm. You've made quite an impact in four years. Yeah, it's been fun, man. I yeah. mean, you're a part of some extremely popular kind of, I'll say, comedy, even comedy rap groups. Yeah. I mean, you're here to promote your comedy records your first album that just uh, a couple years ago Wit My Woes yeah a year ago a year ago yeah Running at the Mouth yeah that's the name of your your crew. crew yeah that's the first album that's available on iTunes and all streaming sites but coming soon yeah album two yeah the Cream Soda, Soda Fur Coat <laughs> yeah what, what do we expect I mean the first one 
you know, I really love the hometown feel. Mm-hmm. I, it felt like it was made yeah. by comedy records. I yeah. mean, your first album features Dave Merhej. Yeah, big time. Aisha Favorite Brown. Comic. Kyle Hickey makes an appearance. Kyle Hickey. Big Norm. Big Norm kills it. Is, by the way, is he okay? I Man, I don't know, bro. Like, he's okay because he's he's a strong guy. He's like, he he's the type of dude that know, knows how to, like, have street smarts, street smarts, and just, like, how to protect himself, right? So he's out there, and the government's, like, fucking him up over there. So just for those who don't know, some inside baseball in Toronto, a comedian, a local from Scarborough from Toronto... Yeah. Big Norm yeah. is currently in Taiwan. Yeah. Or, why well, don't you, Taipa or whatever it's called? Uh, Taipei. Taipei, something. yeah. Is yeah, it one of those? Shit. I believe it's allegedly that he was discovered by the authorities yeah. with a substance that we learn to enjoy freely here in Canada. Yeah. And comfortably. Yeah. And he happened to allegedly be found with some. Yeah. And I I know he's on Instagram posting about it. It's fun to follow him. He's hilarious. He's the best. So So talented, man. I know that there's some people crowdsourcing some some funds for him. So check that out. Yeah. You know, shout out to Big Norm. Yeah. If you had to apply your top five rappers Mm -hmm. to running at the mouth. Yeah. Without thinking too hard, yeah. I'll name off your top five. Okay. And you tell me who fits the bill and why. They could also be a featured guest. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. So, my top five? No, I, I know you're... Th- I'm going to say your top five. Okay. And all right. You're gonna do tell it. Me who oh, wow. This okay, is ready? sick, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jigga Jigga. Yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. So, we're saying Dave Merhej. That's that's what I'm guessing. As far as running of the mouth goes, is he your Jigga Jay-Z? Yeah, as, uh, as far as comedians. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Next, I got Nas. Who's who's the Nas on your list? Oh, man. Well, he isn't part of Running at the Mouth, but like Alex Pavone. Okay. Is my Nas. Well, you know, yeah. Pavone. Yeah. Loving Pavone. Killing it out in, what is he, New York right New York, now? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Hardworking Alex he Pavone. He goes to LA, too. He's so hardworking. Number three? Mm-hmm. The B-I-G? Yeah. Who would be your third? Who'd fit that bill? We got Dave, we got Alex. Man, like as far as comedy, like that's that's good. It's a crazy heart. But like we're we're like applying it to running at the mouth. Okay, too. running at the mouth. So I'll say Keith. Okay, Keith, Keith got Pedro. Bars. All right, Keith does have fucking yeah, he's bars. He's such a good rapper. He's just so off the top of his head for life. Yeah, that's why I enjoy Keith so much. Number five. Yeah, Scarface. Scarface. Oh man, who's your Scarface right now? I don't know. Probably Chris Robinson. Chris Robinson. He's so cool. He is killing it. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, but he had a big Chris year. Robinson on 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 the album is just he, honestly like if you heard him on the first album, he's like so funny and like so witty with with his with his rhymes. But with this one, it's like wow, man! Like Chris could actually become a rapper if he wow. wanted to. Well, I think rapping and you know, public speaking, but being a comedian in general, they lend a lot to each other. And we're going to talk about that because it seems like, you know, your worlds are colliding, they're overlapping. And I want to know, you know, how did that happen? Where did you realize that, you know, there's not a lot of El Salvadorian youngsters moving their way to Calgary with their family, coming to Toronto, let alone becoming a comedian slash rapper. Yeah. Lastly, we got Tupac. Yeah. Who's like cleaning up the the bases here? Oh, man. I think it would be Mark. Mark James Heath because he's so like, he's so uh, poetic and like he has so much passion. And then on this new album, he's like talking about real shit, like shit that he's going through. 
And like Just being funny about it though Obviously You know Just like having to leave here uh, Being out there You know Like smoking weed uh, What's going on in the states With Trump Like How is MJH? He's great man He's honestly One of my favorite comedians And rappers Are you bringing Are you bringing back Your podcast with him? Um, well, we, we can't because he's over there, right. but I, I'm still doing my podcast, okay. uh, by myself. Okay. And also um, the same name yeah, as, Running uh, at the mouth, the, the album. Yeah. Uh, group we'll say. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it started with you and MJH yeah. and obviously MJH is now in the States, Yeah. but you're bringing it back. You're bringing back the podcast, but our friends at, uh, talk hole. Yeah. Shout out to Dean. Yeah. Um, shout out to Dean Young. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know you did. You know, a, a good run of shows for a first season. Let's say this will be your second season coming back. Yeah. Do you want to be more focused on hip hop? Do you want to be more focused on what you're doing? Yeah. Not necessarily have a panel, but like bring in some guys to just straight shoot about hip hop. Well, yeah. Well, like the first few episodes that Mark and I did, we focused on uh, artists like if you're a poet, if you're a comedian, if you're a rapper, uh, if you just do art in Toronto, we would invite you on the show and we talk about your favorite rap album and then we go off of that. You know what I mean? And then we'd like break down the history of that album, like how it relates to us, if we like that album or not. But then we sort of like lost track of that and started doing a hip hop report and it got too like, it was too scattered. So I'm going back to that format of like just inviting guys down, uh, ladies too, obviously. And then we just talk about uh, your favorite album, right? So that's going to be the podcast. But the hip hop report, I'm actually going to be pitching it to CBC and Vice and it's going to be like a hip hop TSN type of thing. Where it's like me, Alan Shane Lewis, my buddy uh, Sammy Burns. And I'm going to have obviously like Aisha come through, Dave, Nick Reynoldson, Keith Pedro. And we just like shit talk hip hop, like a Canadian breakfast club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to split it up. So one is one is all audio. And that's like the, the real hip hop head stuff. That's where we talk about albums and then uh, reviews, all that. And then we're going to have the video one, which is like gossip. Uh, the hip hop report, and then obviously the music. So I want running at the mouth to be like a brand. Well, you're you're definitely going at that, yeah, in that direction. And as somebody who who doesn't really like, I'm I like to be an encyclopedia about music. You know, yeah. let's talk about '60s, let's talk about '70s, let's talk about the British invasion. I can do that. Yeah. But when it comes to hip hop, I'm pretty limited in my information. Like I can I can talk. I know who the greats are, and you put them in. You when listening to your podcast, it's really easy to follow. You talk about the classics. Yeah. You talk about the new stuff that's going on. So I like that you're kind of easy to listen to about these yeah. topics because I don't have a wealth of knowledge. Uh, I mean, like I, I want to ask you as somebody who you know I like. Biggie, I like Tupac. I like the East West Coast kind of rivalry, yeah. you know, in the in the nineties. Yeah. But then Jay Z comes along, yeah. and he's now the greatest of all time. Yeah. After you know, we had Big L, we had you know Wu Tang, Wu Tang. Like you know guys. what I mean? So if I did my my research correctly, your favorite album is Blueprint Volume Two. Yeah. No. 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 Uh. Uh. Volume Two, Hard Knock Life. Uh, that's his. That's another that, album. That's Jay Z's sec. My bad. That's his uh, third album. That's his third album. Yeah, that's his third album. So you know and the wh- blueprint. I love that too, though. That came later, though. That's oh, that's later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't know a lot about Jay Z. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Um, you know why do I need to pay respects to Jigga Jay Z? Mm-hmm. Now that he's kind of surpassed the test of time, yeah. aside from the Beyonce stuff, you know, why does he just get to, to share the kind of pedestal that Biggie and Tupac get to? Uh, Jay-Z, like, defined music since, like, 1999. Like, he, everybody follows Jay-Z. 
You know what I mean? Like everybody, wh- whether it comes to swag, the way people are so swaggy and they like and 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 they talk about uh, uh, being dope or fly or how much like money they got or how fly the girl is. Jay Z didn't create that, but he made that like crazy insane. Do you know what I mean? Because like before Eric B and Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Slick Rick, they were doing all that stuff, but it was like it wasn't the way Jay Z did it. Like Jay Z made like the Yankee fitted famous. Do you know what I mean? Like he made being from New York dope. The way he said hollow. Like he changed everything. Like I, I dress the way I dress because of Jay-Z. It's not I talk the way I talk because of Jay-Z. What I really liked how you said he made the New York Yankee. Fitted. Fitted hat a thing. Yeah. I didn't even know that that was a Jay-Z yeah, trend. They, yeah. Jay, like Jay did that. Because I remember seeing those hats like even in toronto you're like what is with these new york yankees yeah man that's, like fitted that's, hats. that's like it's not just new york that's like a, a staple you know what i mean like a stonemason hat stonemason you know what i mean it's like i, it's like, like I listen to hip-hop i listen to hip-hop totally and, and you're not and you could be wear that hat and love la as much do you know what I mean? Sure. But that hat is just its just a monumental thing. It, it means more than a Yankees baseball team. Yeah, 100%. No Interesting. I don't know any I would never Yankees have, I would have never I know none. <laughs> I know zero. I, know, I think I know what you're saying. I, not that you know so few Yankees fans, but I bet you know so many people with that hat that yeah. never watch a fucking lick of Yankees yeah. baseball. Yeah, man. Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, those are my favorite Yankees. You're a wealth <laughs> of knowledge, man. Yeah. You you know it. You live it. But you're, again, you're four years old you're el salvadorian yeah. you, you know you associate with latin culture yeah where does rap penetrate you in calgary well when i was a, when i was a kid man like i didn't really identify as latino because like i guess when i moved up here i was sort of forced to like forget that everything right and you know become canadian and like go to school and learn how to speak english and like learn how to like food that the other kids were eating because like if i brought my food it would be weird like what you know like pupusas or like no no, but what what were you eating instead oh like snacks you know like fucking (laughs) snacks yeah just snacks (laughs) just like fucking white kids yeah white kids snacks (laughs) all that shit like uh even like apples and all that do you know what i mean like fresh fruit yeah like just fresh fruit i don't know it was weird to me it was like oh this is what white kids eat just like an, a fresh apple. But it's because it's funny because I've had apples, obviously, sure. and bananas, but I don't know the way white kids ate it. It was, it was different. It was so different. So when you moved here with your family, yeah. was it just your immediate family? Did you have to make all new friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Immediate yeah. family. But um, there were so many Salvadorians who came here because sure. of the civil war that um, my family made friends with other families. Very cool. Fast. You still have any family El Salvadorian friends that you know? Maybe they moved to Toronto. Um, no, I I know nobody in Toronto. Hmm. My cousin just moved here. She's a dancer. Oh, very cool. Yeah. You got to support the fam. Yeah. Uh, so when you moved here, you, you didn't know anybody. Well, yeah, yeah, I knew comics. Just comic. Just comedian. So you were doing comedy out in Calgary. Yeah, I, I was doing it for four years. That's where I met Dave. That's where I met Alex Pavone. Chris Gordon, who's like an awesome Calgarian comedian, introduced me to all these guys. Amazing. Yeah, especially Dave. Dave, man, is the reason that I moved out here. Dave, Dave is the reason for a lot of my stuff. Mahesh. Yeah. He's been on this show with yeah. Patrick Hakeem once. Yeah. They're oh, hilarious. Patrick is the man. Yeah. I used to live with Patrick. And oh, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where? Oh, really? Yeah. Because I have some other questions about some people that you've lived in since you've moved here, okay. like Natish. Yeah, there's Natish. This, there's this hilarious photo of you guys shaving Natish's head. Yeah, 
uh, like the street. It looks like something out of the Bronx, like yeah. straight out of like New York. Yeah. And you're shirtless, obviously. Yeah. And then Tish is wearing a wife beater. And it, he used it as a, a vape on the lake promo. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this is just too perfect, yeah. this picture. I, w- I want it blown up. I yeah. want it as my cover photo on Facebook <laughs> sometimes. But like, Natish was just recently here. He fucking smoked a blunt in this studio. Did he? Smoked out the entire hallway of my building. It's unbelievable. It was great. I enjoyed it with yeah. him. But uh, we kind of left not realizing the damage because we've been in it for so long. And he's like, yeah, bro, I live in this. This he is how does. I live. He does. I know. Every time I would tell him, dude, don't fucking smoke in the house. Don't do it. Oh, that's right. Because this guy would just smoke all the time. He's like, dog, I'm not. I'm not, man. Yeah. But he would. Dog, I'm not. Classic Natish. He's like, dog, I'm not, doggy. Actually, Natish wanted me to to ask you a quick question. He goes, young savage, (laughs) why you trap so hard? Shout out to Natish Sakuja. Tish is cool because Keith Keith showed them uh, some of the songs that were that were recording. Keith Pedro, and uh, yeah, Tish like messaged me and he was like, "Yo, man, the new music sounds amazing." Great. Yeah, yeah. And Aisha Brown's also on the new album. She's honestly my favorite rapper wow. right now. She's so good, man. I remember her practicing or maybe post-recording singing baby dicks to her crowds yeah at, like at shows yeah like talking like she's like after her set she's like can i like rap for you guys yeah. a bit and then she'd rap baby dick yeah and people loved it yeah, people were like, like oh it. man like he's just so funny and, but she i i always get mad at her because she she's always like oh i don't even listen to rap and all that and i'm like yeah you do like you're so good you talk like a rapper you like put words together like a rapper. I know you listen to rap. It's a comedian thing though, yeah. too, right? Like they lend each other to each other very, they very do. well. They do like punchlines, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Punch a lot lines. of rappers are super funny. Well, and very punchy, right? Mm-hmm. Like your Kendricks, your your um, Jay. Chances, Jay, right? Eminem. Like your Eminem. See, these are my guys. I love Eminem. Love Beastie Boys. You yeah. know, like everything was a joke to them. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I get it, right? Yeah. And and I and I think that's why you know hip hop and comedy go well together but how do you guys get anything done i picture you in a room with dave merhej aisha brown kyle hickey pedro and you guys are just either high drunk or just laughing your asses off and never get anything done like that just seems like a dream team i feel like when me and ish are in the room together like figureheads I don't know, like, sometimes we don't get a lot done because we, like, know each other so well that we, like, just start gossiping or, like, going on the internet or going out to eat. But then when we do, our minds do match. Like, we create, like, really fast. But I'll be honest with you. Those guys, like, Kyle Hickey, Dave, everyone who was on the first album, they're, like, they're so supportive that, let's say if I come up with an idea, I'll call them. And then they'll just come to the studio and I'll tell them what my vision is, what my direction is. And then they just do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even have to worry about them not coming with it. They just come and they drop it and they do it. Like with the whole day, the Dave being on the intro, I I used to watch that video uh, all the time. I, I watched it everywhere at my house in Calgary. Uh, when I went to treatment in Calgary, I would watch that video. Like I watch it to this day. You know what I mean? Like, and then I just, I'm like, that has to be the intro to this album because it makes comedy like, like it, it, it always helps me. It always like boosts me to, to create, to like make things. Do you know what I mean? And I, and Aisha Brown, like she, her and I, like when we come up with ideas, like we just, we mold it and then we go to the studio and then we make it happen. And like she, her as well. Like if I give her an idea, she'll run with it. She'll kill it. 
Who's producing it? Uh, my buddy Pino. Okay. Pino Russo. And then you put it out through Comedy Records. Yeah. This one as well. Yeah. Shout out to Barry. Shout out to Barry Taylor, Tim Golden. Look at you, though. You're fucking, you know, got a little hand in every pot. Yeah. A little bit of talk hole, comedy records, yeah. you're on Never Sleeps Network. Marito, <laughs> you get around, buddy. Yeah, man. But you're in the studio again. Yeah. The Cream Soda Fur Coat. Yeah. What's in a name, Marito? <laughs> What's in a name? Oh, man. There's so much history to this album. It's insane. Like, I don't even know how deep you want me to get with it because it, it's like it like this album has so much goddamn history to it and has so many people like putting their putting their like artistic blend into it well i have some questions we yeah. can start there 100 percent. what's your inspiration right now you know what's why why put out this album why comedy hip-hop in toronto i mean as far as i know you guys are the only ones doing it that's worthwhile giving a yeah. listen right now what's motivating you what's 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 inspiring you well exactly exactly that that nobody's doing this no one in toronto in canada for that matter is putting out comedy hip-hop people in the states aren't even doing it if you look at the states it's little dicky and uh lonely island and that's it do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, listen, rap music in general is just funny. It's sort of funny music, but like comedy rap as a genre is is pretty like non-existent, even in the States. Like when when you see Justin Timberlake and like Lonely Island put out a song about a dick in the box, it blows up like right away. When you see Lil Dicky put up videos, it blows up right away because people want just comedy rap. Do you know what I mean? It's funny. Right? Because rap by itself is already funny. Like, you see Young Thug with a, with a pink fur coat. That's already funny. But he's being serious. He's 100% serious with that. When you see Diddy drinking fucking goat milk and, like, pouring champagne on women or whatever. Like, that shit is absurd. It's insane. But he believes that. Like, Diddy, like, lives that. And we want to parody that. Do you know what I mean? And no one's really doing that. What do you think of artists like Riff Raff? Oh, like Action Bronson. Action Bronson. See, Action Bronson is amazing, but he's serious. He is serious. Do you know what I mean? He's like a... That's why I, I don't really like Action Bronson, because he legitimately believes he's that dude. Mm -hmm. At first, I thought he was gagging everything, but he's not. Wow. I see what you mean. So, yeah. maybe coming from a comedy background yeah. not only brings levity, but, it, you know... You don't take yourself too seriously about anything. Might as well enjoy it. Put it out there. It's yeah. an art form from people that we like their creative work yeah. in comedy. Why wouldn't we like their hip hop? I mean, all you need is exactly a, that's you, yeah. the greatest point ever. It's like <laughs> you guys, you guys love to see us do stand up. You love to see Chris Robinson fucking kill at uh, the Sony Theater or Dave murder at Just for Laughs. Aisha Brown killing at Yuck Yucks, and it's like don't limit us to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, why not let us rap music to you? Because we're going to do it good. And how I see it, throw in a good producer who knows what they're doing. Oh, man. Our producer? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. What's motivating me to do this? And and I don't really give a fuck like what people think when I talk like this. But it's, it's like God. Because like, I've been through so much shit in my life where stuff has been handed to me. I don't take advantage of it. And I just like... I fucking, uh, either my ego gets in the way or I get, uh, super, uh, scared, uh, insecure that I'm not capable of doing it. So I just let things pass through me. 
Do you know what I mean? Or slip away. But this time, it's like, no, man. Like, Pino, who was my manager at Fresh, when I used to work at Fresh, he heard that I was making a song called Baby Dick. And he's like, dude, I got I got a beat for you. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll hear your beat. And then this guy gave me a beat, and it was insane. It was amazing. And then... Uh, a year later, he produces the entire album. And now he's produced the entire uh, new project that we're doing right now. And he's living in L.A. working at TDE. TDE Studios, which is uh, Kendrick Lamar's studio. Oh, wow. So Pino is actually mixing and editing uh, the cream soda fur coat in L.A. in the studio where Schoolboy Q and Kendrick go in to record music. And this is probably his only comedy hip-hop album that he's producing i think this is honestly the only comedy hip-hop album being produced right now that that is dope do you know what i mean i i mean i like you said and thank you for elaborating on my point you guys are interesting to see in your comedy forum and not to say that anybody that extent like i mean when not everybody's Bo Jackson. You know what I mean? You can't play football. You can't play baseball as well as everybody else. Can, you know what I mean? So it's it's good to see that you guys are extending mm-hmm. your talents, bringing more content to Toronto. We're all about content here. Yeah. So, you know, good luck to you guys. That's the cream soda fur coat. But that's not the only thing that you got going on, Marito. No. But before we get to what's going on coming up, I want to ask you some more personal questions. You have a culinary background, it sounds like. You have, like, you've worked in kitchens. Yeah. You, you know, like, you've but worked I, a lot I of can't odd cook, jobs. Though. Yeah, I've worked a lot of jobs. Yeah, you, you just seems like you've, you, you, you know, leading up to comedy. What were some of the odd jobs you were working Man, at? Man, I worked at Shoppers Drug Mart. I worked at a oil and gas company in Calgary where I was, like, the mailman, the, the mailboy. And then they moved me up to, like, office coordinator manager. Like was, Did you hate it? Uh, yeah, but it paid pretty well. Oh, there you go. Well, it paid pretty well. Everything in Calgary seems to be paying pretty well. Not no more, but uh, because of the economy and sure. shit. But whatever. Uh, and uh, I, I worked at grocery stores. You do some construction. Uh, construction. Uh, yeah, man, I've done a lot. I do a lot. You're a hustler. I, I, I work at catering. Because you have to have a job, man. Yep. You have to have a job while you're doing this. This well, shit. I hate when people are like, no, man, I'm an artist. I'm all this stuff. It's like, yeah, man, but you got to like grow up too. You got to make money, right? Like I wouldn't have been able to do this project if I didn't have a job because everything that we've done so far, I paid for. Like I paid for studio time. I paid to pay for the producer. I paid to get a grant and then we got the grant and the grant only covered like more studio time. You know what I mean? And like, I'm paying for promotion. I'm paying for all that stuff through through my hard work. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if I didn't have a job, I couldn't do any of that shit. I couldn't do none of that. Like, you have to work. You have to put, you have to invest in your career if you want something. And it sounds like you're doing that. Yeah. You got your hands in the honey pots. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the rap. I want to talk about you going on about how Kanye has basically defined the rap game for the last two decades. Yeah. Are we still living in the reign of Kanye? Or if not Kanye, who's the next Kanye? I thought Kendrick Lamar. Now it could be Chance the Rapper. Yeah, man. Like Kanye, unfortunately, like he he has influenced everybody. But like J. Cole has a line where he's like, I guess we let Kanye get away with so much because of how much influence he has he's had on the rap game. But like lately, you know, obviously Kanye is sort of like lost his rock. So he's putting out a lot of stuff that isn't 
like, you know, college dropout or uh, graduation. Can you, though? Like, how, I mean, is Jay-Z putting out the same kind mm-hmm. of caliber of stuff? No, no, he's not. You know what, though? I, I do love Kanye's new shit a lot. Like, I'll, Life of Pablo I'll always love great. the single. I'll always love his singles that he puts out. Like, yeah. I, I think, am I going into deep cuts since my Dark Twisted Fantasy? Uh, but that's a classic album. But that album, front to back, is like the last Kanye album that I was like, okay, I can digest this whole thing. I've been, I love Yeezus, front to yeah, back. Yeah. Love it, front wow. to back. It's, a, it's I, odd. It yeah. definitely starts really odd, too. Yeah, and yeah. I love Life of Pablo, okay, front there to you back. Go. But the thing is, like, Kanye's music isn't the problem. Do you know what I mean? It's just the shit that he's saying. Do you want to say? Do you want to? You I mean? think his music is getting kind of watered down by the crap in the news and the media? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, like, but it's his fault because Kanye, yeah. Kanye is saying things like, "Yo, man, we can't be slaves to this," and blah blah blah. But then he's like talking about like five thousand dollars shoes that. I'll never buy, even if I had $5,000, but I wouldn't buy kicks like but that. But people line up for his shit. Yeah. Like, and it, it's crazy. It's well, it's hard. Even the Drake store here, you know. Oh, and, man, but like $200 for a sweater with an owl on And that's it. the Canadian Kanye, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and I, and, I, and I get that. That's dope. The fact that people love you that much, that's great, right? But like, I, I think like Kanye is just all over the place, like supporting Trump and then going on Twitter, like it's it's things that I don't want my favorite hip hop MC or uh, producer to do. You know what I mean? Like it's like, dude, grow up. Like, and and, and you're an icon. You know, like I don't know. It sounds weird, like me bashing with like one of my heroes like that. But like, uh, that's why I don't think Kanye. Like I think his era has sort of come to an end. But now you have Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Chance the Rapper, like you were saying. J. Cole, who is super underrated. But don't get me wrong, like, I still love Kanye. I still love him like crazy. But, it, like, I think, like, once he gets his mental health issues, like, dealt with, like, he he can come back no problem. Jay-Z as well. Jay-Z can come back whenever the fuck he wants. But he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. And he's just focused on other things. Like, once you're great, that never leaves you. That's in you forever. Like, look, look, look at bands like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Like, the, the, yeah, they ain't, they ain't putting out new music. Or, like, oh, they're, they're, like, obviously, most of them are dead. But, like, um, I hear people always tell me, like, I'm not a huge fan of them. But, like, when you hear people be like, yeah, I went to a, a concert of the Rolling Stones and they were fucking amazing. Still. Like, that's a gift that's been given to you. You're never going to lose that unless you, like, you know, injure yourself. Or say the wrong thing, and and even it seems like Kanye can't say can say anything, and it still can't be wrong. The like the one wrong thing that kind of wipes him off completely. But I think you're right. Like I think ten years from now, people still want to see Kanye. Twenty years 100%. from now, they're going to want to see College Dropout front to back. Yeah. He tours that. You're going to go. You're going to go see that. And that and and that's the shitty thing about hip hop is that it's seen as such a a young man sport that once a rapper becomes thirty. Or 40, you stop listening to him. Do you know what I mean? I mean, and it's bullshit though. Because Eric B and Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, I have like a De bunch Soul. of- De, De La Soul. Well, that's the biggest example that yeah. I, I want to yeah, give yeah. to you. See, I know a little bit of hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> no, De, De La Soul and uh, Tribe Called Quest just yeah. put out probably two of the biggest albums of, uh, of the year. Two of the biggest albums of the year. And what are Like they're 50. Oh yeah. They're like, dude, they're well, getting there. Look at Chuck D. Look at you, like Public Enemy yeah. can still make amazing music. But then you look at 
Ice Cube and yeah. Ice T. You yeah. know, some of them took the road less traveled, you know, went the family route, went the television route, went yeah. the L.A. route, you know. Yeah. You know, it, some of us kind of look at Ice Cube and be like, well, that's pretty much where, you know, late 80s, early 90s rappers, rappers went. You know, yeah. Ice Cube and Ice-T, you can see them and they're in Hollywood now. They're, yeah. they're not slinging guns and drugs anymore. Yeah. It's kids movies and candy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... You don't hear a lot about Chuck D. You don't hear about that new group that with uh, the Rage Against the Machine guys. Um, you know, you, you don't hear about Public Enemy unless you hear about Flavor Flav doing something stupid on some reality yeah, TV and show. And it's shitty because, like, you hear about the Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd, like, all those, like, rock bands, and people still love them. Now you're talking people, my language, Marie. Yeah, people still love to go watch them. They're still I do. dope. Yeah. And I and I see I see them in, like, magazines, and they still got that swag. Like, people love Michael Jackson, dude, like, when he was still alive. Timeless. Prince. Prince just died. But um, I have a friend, uh, I, had a, I have a friend who saw him, like, two years ago, and he said he was phenomenal. Yeah, no, the, even the shows that he did at Massey Hall here before he passed, yeah. some of his last shows, I hear they were just ridiculously they were spectacular. Phenomenal. He like, played with a thing. piano and candelabra, that's it. We don't expect that from rappers. We expect them to become crazy, like Flavor Flav or like what's happening to Kanye now, right? Yeah, I hope like, Kanye either finds what he's looking for as yeah. far as controversy or just trying to be relevant again, or realizes that he could just chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like He, he can chill. He can he, just chill for a bit. Yeah. Come back. Put something out, yeah. man. Yeah. And just, or, an or just put stuff out. And yeah. then he, I'm sure he'll make enough money to support his life. Q-Tip from Tribe Called Quest, uh, he said that he's a musician for life. He'll He's always going to be a musician. Even if he puts out a fucking country album, he's always going to be creating. Do you know what I mean? Like once that's in you, like you can't really get rid of it. I mean, it, you get to a point where your fans expect you... Yeah. To give them more art and not to compare it to anything you've done before. We just want to know how you're feeling. What's your expressive art right yeah. now? What, whatever you're going through, there's always going to be... If you've built that fan base, they're interested. You you have them for life, which is why I like you talking about running at the mouth as a brand. Yeah. Because it's not just a podcast. It's not just a comedy album. It's not just Marito. It's, it's a kind of, you know, it's a group. It's a calling. It's a, you know, I want the success for running at the mouth because it's going to put Toronto on the map for having more than just comedic talent, which is crazy right now. It's huge right now. But we also have so many more artistic abilities that I think it gets to a point where LA and New York are going to look to Toronto as they do say Vancouver. And 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 I feel they already are. Like Janelle, one of uh, the the members in our group, uh who does like our hooks a lot. Like she does singing, she's a comic too. She's in New York right now doing her masters. And every time people find out like uh especially dudes find out that she's from Toronto, they go crazy. They're like, "Oh man, you from the 6?" You from the 6? You from up there? You man, you know Drake made you guys famous, right? Like I love that. I love that because, like, Toronto, Canada has never had that, where you can go to the States and people in New York, like the hub of hip-hop, are wanting to come here. Like, that shit's awesome, man. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. And your podcast, I like because I get a sense that you are talking about 
not only rap, but you, but the comedy industry. And you talk about, you know, Toronto and, and you're a big fan of Toronto and the yeah. players that are in it. And I think more people need to understand that, you know, you're doing us a service by exposing these artists in a different form than comedy. Mm-hmm. Yes, running at the mouth is, is funny, but the hip hop side, which is a huge, you know, Toronto is not only known for Drake and... The weekend. The weekend and all this stuff. We're a hard working artist city. Big time. Big time. So your podcast features artists that have been on your album. Yeah. Keith Pedro, Dave Merhaj. Yeah. You also have some other guests that have actually been on this show before who I'm huge fans of. Jordan Foise. Yeah. Foise, man. I know you've been on a big. Uh, a little bit of a hiatus, but it's coming back. Yeah. Who would you like to have on your podcast? And what would you like to talk to them about? If it could be anybody, comedians, rappers, people who are in the industry right now, who would it be to? Oh, man. Just co- comic-wise, like Chris Locke, because he knows so much about rap, man. It's insane. And basketball. And basketball. Like, he's just a cool dude. And Indian food. <laughs> he really does. He does. He, he, oh man, that guy showed me so many rap albums while we were, while we were uh, driving to Montreal, like Black Sheep, uh, De La Soul, like Native Tongue stuff. Like, I he knows so much old school stuff. I would have killed to been a fly on the wall in yeah. that car ride. He's, and we were rapping. He was freestyling. Come on. Yeah. Kyle Hickey, man. There's so many guys I haven't had on. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Kyle's a great person. He He's also a, ba- a big basketball fan. He's got a basketball podcast. Yeah. Nick Nick Reynolds and I've had him on a couple of times. Sure. But to be honest with you, like, my goal is to have, like, people who, who like, party next door, management for OVO, like, uh, basketball players, like, they come listen to us talk about hip hop. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a great idea. Yeah, like that. That's that's the main goal, right? Like, because at the end of the day, I want Kyle Hickey, I want Nick Reynolds, and I want all these dudes to be the guys commentating with me. And then you have D Rose come through or whatever. You That'd know what I mean? Well, Kyle Lowry just got announced that he's going to be on surgery leave. He's got a wrist surgery. Yeah, so be like, yo, bro, just come people. talk about yeah. hip hop. He's got nothing but time right yeah. now. Yeah, come talk about hip hop. You seem to know a lot of comics. I, I, I know it's from touring. You've toured, I mean, uh, in a lot of different provinces across Canada. But you've also, when living in Toronto, you've lived with Natish. Yeah. Uh, you live with Dave. Dave Merhez. Pavone. Pavone. Uh, uh, yeah. Who, was Pat Bircher in that house Pat when you Bircher. were with Natish? Pat Bircher. It seems like Pat's lived with everybody yeah, <laughs> in the yeah, comic yeah. scene. Pat, Who else? You know, Pat Bircher helped me write three of the songs. Come on. On this album. Like, Cream Soda for a Coat stemmed from uh, a New Year's, last New Year's, where all of us went to a cottage. And even the night before, all those guys were doing acid. And uh, acid and mushrooms or whatever, whatever, drinking. And I was sober. But for some reason, I connected with them. I connected on the level that they were. And we just started rapping all these stupid songs. Eventually, uh, and there was this girl who was hanging out with us who was wearing a fur coat. And uh, I kept putting it on. <laughs> and and then she was like, you don't drink. Hey, you don't drink. And I'm like, no, man. Uh, but when I used to drink, I used to put like vodka and, and cream soda and I would throw up everywhere. And then <laughs> it was just like, it's just like paying homage to that night. Do you know what I mean? This, this album is for my friends. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's, I don't really give a fuck if no one listens to it. 
Do you want know I mean? If, Absolutely. If people, it, obviously, I, I care. Right? But they will. I care that people and, listen yeah. to it. But the thing is, like, I've always wanted to do this my whole life, and the fact that I can do it for my friends with my friends uh, is is beautiful. You're creating motivation. Yeah. You're creating reasons to not just better yourself at being a comedian but better yourself at being an artist i think you have to really extend your talents and your skills yeah. and always just be working on stuff and even as a producer yeah right because like I, I like you know like putting the album out like it's pretty stressful sometimes but it's teaching me how to deal with like promotion and uh business uh money you know like all that you mentioned when you were talking about your cottage escapades you know, you don't drink anymore. Mm. And I want to talk about that just a bit. I wanted to touch on your fight with addiction. Mm. You're, you're very open about it. Um, you're an artist, which already promotes lots of obstacles like addiction, depression, and even just being a comedian in everyday yeah. work. And then when you consider how big of an obstacle addiction really is, can you tell us about your progress, your fight, your detox and rehab, and yeah. a bit about what happened? I don't know. They're, they're, like, I've been to detox and rehabs, like, a lot of times, right? Because, like, it, it's just hard to, like, be a stand-up who's trying to be sober in, like, an environment where it's, it's like, negative there's alcohol everywhere. There's temptation everywhere, man. And I had to take myself out. I had to leave for a long time. I was probably like six months, which isn't that long. But I originally, when I when I left last year, uh, I I told myself I'm gonna give myself a year of not doing stand up or not even going near it because that's always it's been a cycle of me sobering up and then I fall off and then I started going to treatment. I started living in sober living. And then eventually, like, I would be doing really good. I would be getting, like, a, a day job and blah, blah, blah. But then eventually, like, that ego kicked in and was like, yeah, but you have to go do stand-up now. Stand-up is above everything. Stand-up first. Stand-up, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, my recovery went bop, 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 all the way to the bottom of the totem. And then I stopped taking care of myself. I would stop going to, you know, support groups, whatever. And eventually... When the stress got too much, I would go back to my habit, which is drinking, right? Addiction. So uh, after this time, um, I told myself, "No, man, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stay in in treatment, sober living for a year, which I'm still doing. I, I still live in a place where uh, it's for treatment. Do you know what I mean? So like, I I live in a little bachelor, but I uh, I have a curfew. I have to go home. Uh, I have to report to them. I have to talk to them." And I, I wrote it in my goals. I'm like, I have to do this. I, I I have to take care of myself. I have to call my mom every day, whatever, whatever. But then, and then at the end of that goal list, I'm like, and then I'll, I'll worry about comedy. But like comedy just slid back into my life somehow. I don't know how it just did. And um, I, I had to like meditate on it and be like, do I really want this? Is comedy worth my health? And uh, for long, for five months, the answer was no. But now it's like, I'm worth it. Do you know what I mean? To have comedy in my life. Comedy's not worth it though. The comedy's not above me or my health or my recovery. So that's the difference this time. Do you know what I mean? Like the minute that I feel comedy is surpassing my recovery, I gotta get the fuck out. When you were first trying to get back into comedy, when you knew that it wasn't good for your health, did you notice when you were drinking? Like, did you notice when you had drinks in your hand, you're like, this is not going to end well? Or like... Oh, man. I, I, 
to be honest, like looking back on it, I noticed I noticed like months before I even picked up that drink. Like I just noticed changes in my behavior. Like for example, like I was saying, like I would stop putting recovery first. And, and recovery is such a subjective word. It's it's different for everybody. What I'm doing right now, you don't have to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like I have to do this this because it works for me, right? Like it's such a subjective term. So like really when you when you boil it down, recovery just means self-care. Like you don't even have to have addiction to practice self-care, right? So self-care can apply to anything, like biting your nails even, right? Like it's just that it just so happens that my habit, my biting nails is ruining my life and like drinking and getting fucked up at bars. So like that's why I have to be extra careful with it. No drinks at all, right? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. No pot, no, no anything. No anything. And I don't the thing with pot is I don't even like pot. I've never liked pot. Which is why you drank. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah, that's how I look at it. It's uh, one vice is no different than the other. Exactly. Yeah. But I've always been on on that level. Like when they were high on acid and all that shit, I remember my boy, he was like, "Yo, I was like, "Yo, dude, what do you see when you see acid?" And he's like, "I see light." coming off of things and i'm like dude i see that every day <laughs> i legitimately see that sure, all the time sure i have like acid flashbacks yeah and i've never done acid in my life sure it's weird has sober life made made you more aware that you're just kind of on this level where substance doesn't aid you in any way 100 percent. yeah it's made me like present it's made me in the moment and I, I like that you said the word present because yeah. when we connected a couple months ago when Jeff Paul did his album taping yeah. that we produced at Yuck Yucks. Yeah, yeah. And I saw it. I was like, Marita, where the fuck have you been? Yeah. You know, you, you're, you, got, you got your new haircut. You're all cleaned up. You're yeah. looking great. But I haven't seen you. Yeah. And I didn't know why. We're yeah. not, we've never been close. Yeah. But uh, it's good to know that you're healthy. Oh, you're, yeah. you're living the right track right now. I'm yeah. proud of you. Like, I don't know you, man, yeah. but I, I'm proud of... Thank you, man. You know, like, it's... it's, And clearly it shows in your work. Yeah. And now you're doing big things. You're working on that album. Yeah. You know, you're producing more podcasts soon. Yeah. And you have a new bi-weekly Thursday show. Yeah. At Bampot. Bampot. This is the first time I've ever heard of a show at Bampot. Yeah. For those who don't know Bampot, first Have of all, it's there? a fucking gem. It's the shit. I love it. You got to explain to our listeners what Bampot is. Oh, man. Uh, I love tea so much. Like, the tea is my favorite thing to do. Like, just go have a tea. Like, even I like a tea at second cup is my spot. Because I love hookah bars. I love hookah bars so much, but... Uh, sometimes it gets the atmosphere in there. It, like, it's too smoky, so it, it gets you lightheaded. But Bampot is a hookah bar with no hookah. So, like, it, it's canopies, there's rugs, pillows, beds, and uh, you just sip tea. And there's Wi-Fi, and then there's a stage in the back area, and you just can watch a comedy show or a music show. And you wear no shoes. Can't wear shoes. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Love it's, that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's on, I can't believe I've never heard of it. Until yeah. like a couple weeks ago. Bathurst and Harvard. Yeah. It's on the north side east of Bathurst, yeah. just past the corner there. I mean, having a show at Bampot, especially the comedy show, is interesting. First of all, I love Bampot. My favorite chai in the city is served at Bampot. Yeah. We're promoting your show, Comedy. 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 Yeah. Love that name. That's with Luba Magnus. <laughs> yeah. Bi-weekly at Bampot on Thursdays. So, every kind of second and fourth yeah. Thursday, 
yeah. of the month kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Well, like this one is the first Thursday and then. Oh, okay. The, yeah. So, so the first and, and third, but there's like three Thursdays in March. Are you going to do all or, or like three? There's actually like five weeks, uh, five Thursdays, let's yeah. say in March. Are you going to do one, three, five or just do one, three and then next month, one, three? Are you oh, no, we're, we're just following like every, every two Thursdays. Yeah. So, the, okay. So there's three Thursdays. There's five thursdays yeah. in march and you'll be hitting the first the third and the fifth yeah. so it's every two weeks from now till forever forever comedy yeah what i like the most about you and comedy is because you like to start off your sets aggressive yeah yeah sometimes yelling yeah <laughs> In a setting like Bampot, what's going to be your approach? And what's your approach with intimate rooms as a whole? I find with intimate rooms, I get very, like, chill. Good. I get very chill, and I, and I calm down, and then I start snapping. You know what I mean? But that, <laughs> It's like, a progression. That, that's like Dave style. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Like, Dave always comes in, and it's just like, yo, yo, yo. And then eventually, it's like, <laughs> it's crazy. That yo, yo, yo yeah. sounded like Dave. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So, you, it's a it's a slower progression, because I love it when you're coming out, and you'll be like, they asked the dishwasher in the kitchen to come <laughs> in, Hector's here. Yeah. <laughs> like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I, you kill me off the top. Because it's hard to get in with that energy, and then keep it, which you do yeah. very, very well. Yeah. But again, in Bampa, you're gonna have to reel them in pretty damn slow. Yeah, big time. Big time. It's such a cool, like, little chilled, relaxed environment, right? And tell us a little bit about Luba. Uh, Luba is amazing, man. Uh, L- Luba is 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 a new is a newer comedian, and uh, she I've just been seeing her and seeing her at uh, open mics, and she, something intrigued me about her because she's like she goes up and she plays the guitar and she like draw pictures and like she'll have like very silly like i guess alternative jokes but i i'm like oh man it would be so funny if her and i did a show together right because like i remember i i did a a, sort of the same thing with my buddy chris gordon in calgary where we would like he would have a show called talk show thursdays and he's a very alt weird silly dude and i'm like a very aggressive hip-hop guy so i thought it, it would be a good combo with me and her to do this like weirdly hosted show yeah nothing's worse in my opinion when you have two hosts first of all it's it's tough it's good for you guys because you can split the load but as an observer as an audience member i'm like there's it's it's either you're competing against each other or you can tell when they're disorganized because there's two people instead of one person you know falling behind but what I like about your combination is that you're so different yeah. that you both bring different things. You're both not going up to do jokes in a sense. I mean, comedy is obviously the realm, but if she's doing a little bit of music and a little bit of art and you're coming in to kind of lay down the law, it's a lot different than two comedians who are just essentially over talking each other. Yeah. An entire set. And it gets kind of Blank. weird. Planned, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or it's just like, you know, why, why do I need two of you? You yeah. know what I mean? I'd rather, especially me knowing a little bit more of the industry, I'd rather each comic get five more dollars yeah. than have to worry about you two guys, you know, splitting a, a fucking a door. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I'm really excited for you. That's every other Thursday starting March 2nd. This week. This week that we're recording. It's probably going to come out by the time the, the second or third edition of comedy so we know you're a tea drinker yeah uh you're clearly doing very well health wise right now an amazing job maybe on a little bit of a health kick 
now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you feel it. You feel good. I, more of more appropriately, I say you're a little bit more on a flex because <laughs> you always seem to have your shirt off. Yeah. I mean, you have your shirt off right now in, in our <laughs> studio for this entire conversation. But for photo ops, especially. So I came up with a little bit of a game to okay. close off our interview. Okay. Uh, I, I need to see when the time is to make healthy choices and when it's time for cake. <laughs> Because we all know if we check out your IG, no yeah. champagne pappy, yeah. you love your cake. Love cake. Ice cream. Ice cream too? I lo- Honestly, I love ice cream more than cake. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to find out a little bit more yeah. about what you really like, yeah. Marito. So, I'm going to give you basically a decision, a choice between okay. items. Mm-hmm. It can be either or, yeah, both, neither, maybe something else. So, we already know you're a tea drinker. Yeah. When it comes to sushi or Chinese food, what's the go-to? Sushi. Ramen or pho? Pho. Yeah? Yeah. Gyro or shawarma? Shawarma. So is it is it Mediterranean food over Greek food every time? Uh, No, Greek food's amazing, but shawarma's just like classic. All right, all yeah. right. White bread or multigrain bread? Multigrain, always. always. Who eats white bread? I mean, sometimes you need a white... <laughs> sometimes that grilled cheese needs white bread. <laughs> No, I can't do it. Okay, Never. Can't do it. Soda or juice? Hmm. What kind of juice? <laughs> oh, uh, let's say sugar juice, not like 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 fresh juice, but like a, like if you're gonna have to choose between sugary drinks, oh. am I reaching for the juice for like the orange and apple Minute Maid? I'll be honest with you, not neither. I don't fuck with that shit. No, no. Um, I don't fuck with that shit. But if I had to, probably a soda. Okay, so that's so Pepsi Coke. Yeah, like a Dr. Pepper. Or Dr. Pepper. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not Pepsi or Coke. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Motherfucking Pepper. Yeah. All right, it'll get a little healthier here. Smoothie or juicing? Smoothie, because I work out a lot. Okay, you need no. more. You need all you need no. it all. Uh, all natural peanut butter or extra all creamy natural. with Always. the cute bears on the cover. All natural. Yeah. I get the all natural cute bear one too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. Yeah. When I wrote this question, I didn't think about that. <laughs> side salad or side fries? Oh, that's a hard one. That is a hard Fucking one. Fucking fries, bro. Every time? Probably, yeah. Me too, I know. I, I love uh, fries. What they're, the they're, fuck? they're my bed, my, my worst enemy. Fries or onion rings? Onion. Oh, sorry, uh, fries. Yeah, no, no question. Yeah. Yeah. I do like onion rings. Though. Do you do you go out for a lot of late night food after shows? Yeah, man, because of comedy. Yeah, I I try and I, I've been pretty good at it for the for a bit though. But uh, Imperial Pub always gets me. They got amazing that food. platter. Yeah, that gre- I went to Ryerson, so yeah. we would just all pitch five bucks between like four of us and eat like a fried kingdom for yeah. like hours. It was so amazing. high out of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Where else do you get good grease? after a good show or how do you even try to do healthy after a show on a late night unless you're going to like gazelle or something getting some late I night go to like jerking or like yeah. uh sh- shawarma yeah but yeah or but, pho or pho yeah, yeah at uh faux pasture yeah. that 24 hour joint yeah. where do you live in the city uh right now i live on jarvis and queen but you've been all around everywhere i've been in the east end downtown west end uh junction like all wow. over wow yeah. all right back to our our lightning round Veggie burger or banquet burger? What is that? What's uh, a banquet cheese burger? Cheese and bacon. Banquet. Yeah? I used to be vegan, but... You used to yeah. be vegan? Yeah. 
Like when? Uh, when, when you I, moved to Toronto? Yeah, when I first moved here. But then I went back to Alberta and I slipped right away. You had a steak. Yeah, because it it's all beef there. But not even that. Like uh, my, my my mom, like the way she cooks pork, like all that shit. On a grill? Uh, How just, do they, El Salvadorian just style? Pork, we, pork, like pulled pork, pork. Oh, wow. Chops, everything. She's just a big pork fan. Pork, pork, pork. Yeah, Latinos, man. Okay. Love pork. Yeah, pork. Carn- yeah. carnitas and, yeah. and stuff all that shit yeah tacos yeah rice pudding or butterscotch pudding butterscotch dark chocolate or milk chocolate both <laughs> <laughs> i love chocolate uh, but when you stop drinking you love sugar well that's i hear that a lot yeah. i hear that yeah. once you're kind of done in a sense detox and rehab yeah if it's not cigarettes or coffee, it's it's that sugar fix. Sugar man, and you're flexing all the time. Yeah. So like, how do you do? You ever like say to yourself, "Man, I, my my body's my temple. I can't eat this." What's, what's your candy bar choice? Like, you walk into a convenience store, you see a candy bar. What is it? And you get it almost every time. I never, I never buy like candy bars, but I don't know, man. Like chocolate does get me a lot though. But it, it's like if it's just chilling somewhere yeah it's just there yeah if it's just there what about rocking okay there's this, there's actually a mayan chocolate company in toronto called chocosol mm-hmm. uh chocolate of the sun yeah oh yeah um, i've had that yeah 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 get their like I, there's a like an 80 percent called bird sanctuary and it takes away any late night chocolate craving i have tastes like chocolate's a healthier alternative it's like it's all natural sugar and everything it's Sick. yeah you should check them out yeah. and they're Mayan. i mean help your people out yeah, right yeah big time all right, continuing. See, now, I, I didn't even go the ice cream cake route because yeah. I kind of felt uh, I needed to be a little bit more sharper with my questions here. So, just to finish off with a couple more, I got milkshake or ice cream float? Milkshake. Okay. Carrot cake? Wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm lactose intolerant, but I would fuck Are both, you? Me to be too, honest with you. actually. Yeah, but I don't care. Uh like, I'll, I'll go through the pain. You fight the good yeah, fight. Yeah. Oh, no. Some things are never worth it. Like, I'm obsessed. Oh, like straight milk, though? Yeah. Like, like, like a glass of milk? Never. Yeah. That will kill me. But, like, I love a bowl of cereal or a slice of pizza. Oh, oh no, no. I never drink milk. Never. Almond milk and cereal is fine. Almond I can milk do, is I can incredible. Do, I, can, I can fuck with almond milk. Yeah. But other milk? No. But, like, I in ice cream form and cheese form, it doesn't... It still fucks me up, but not as much as, like, like liquid... It's good for you to know. You're, you yeah. seem to be in tune with your yeah. your body, Marito. Yeah, yeah. Healthy Meditation, body, man. healthy mind. Are you meditating? A lot. Now, tell me about your meditation process. Oh, man. Well, it depends, right? Because there's so much. Like, is it a morning you wake up? You're like, I devote this 30 minute. Like, I do yoga. Yeah. I do hot yoga now. I love yoga. And I'm. they're always like, set a medit. Like, set a, a reason. Like, what are you doing exactly. here? Exactly. Like a... Like a you know like a, a purpose yeah 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 uh, and um usually it's just like to calm myself down and become present i do that a lot like be- being mindful like mindful meditation is it because you're a little bit of a latino firecracker like do you find that like well because you have to just like sh- like notice when you're going over that edge well it's because like you know sometimes you your head's talking to you and like you're not seeing things for what they are like you're letting your ego get get control of you so like i i I like calm myself down and i'm like well like quiet myself and then i go what's really going on here what am i feeling and a lot of the times those things that we feel aren't even real they're not present they're from they're 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 a fear from the past 
that you're reliving, that you're refilling. Do you know what I'm saying? Are you very aware of um, like leaving a situation, like knowing that may, your actions aren't going to help, you're only going to get angry. Yeah, you know, you know now to just like back away, breathe for sure, move yeah. on. That's so hard yeah. sometimes. It is, man. It's so hard. I just want to tell people how I feel about what they are doing you know, all the time. One thing that I've I've been practicing. And it's hard, man, because, like, sometimes it's fun and, like, but, like, gossiping. Like, I try not to do that as much anymore because it's, it's, it's sort of, like, pointless. Who cares? Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, like, what does, what, literally, and I know it's cliche to say this, but what's it saying about you that you're getting this much entertainment out of this? Do you know what I mean? And, and I'm not talking like I'm perfect because I still gossip. I just sure. gossiped yesterday. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's something that I, I'm really practicing. Because when you, when I when I used to meditate, I couldn't follow my breath, but now I can't. But it took like four years for me to be able to like follow my breath. Good for you. Yeah. So it's gonna take a while. It's a man. I've been gossiping forever, so like, it, it takes a while. So where can we follow you in your journey? Where's the best way to stay on top of Marito Lopez right now? Well, with running at the mouth for sure. Yeah. Uh, re- re- like the album's gonna be coming out. Uh, CBC is doing some videos for it too. Great. Uh, like like I said, I I, I really want to pitch the hip hop report to Vice and CBC. Uh, we still got the podcast, and uh, it's it's amazing. I'm headlining Yucks, uh, in April. Great. They haven't given me the week yet, but okay. um, it's confirmed. And um, I'm planning on releasing my own album EP, just like a 30 minute comedy thing. It's gonna be called Beautiful Spick. And, uh, oh, uh, I'm acting, like, doing auditions and, like, I booked two commercials. Congrats. So, like, yeah, that's what I want to be the most as an actor. Really? My whole life. That's what I've always wanted to be. What do you want to act in? Just dramas, man. And and my boy Andrew Barr makes fun of me. He's always, like, serious, serious, dramatic actor, Marita Lopez. <laughs> and I'm always like, yeah, man, I've always wanted that my whole life. You guys could be, like, long-lost brothers. I love that guy. That guy's the best, man. Yeah, he's My great. wife friends are amazing. Like, <laughs> Alex Wood, Pavone. Alex Wood and you share uh, a lot. Yeah, you I guys love can, Woody, I bet man. you guys can share some more stories yeah. together. Big time. I love that dude. Well, great. Well, yeah. Aisha Brown, Jadel yeah. Dennis, like... Hunter Collins. Hunter Collins is the fucking man. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. I, we we we've been working with him quite a bit lately. Yeah. He's so fun to be around. He's the man. And so is Aisha, and yeah. and you are too, Marina. It, it sounds like you are on the right track. You're doing a lot of great stuff, and I can only be excited for you, and and can't wait to see what comes out. Yeah, running with the mouth, ma- running at the mouth at the with mouth. with my woes. These yeah. are just hard to <laughs> fucking say. With my woes, available on iTunes. And all streaming sites from Running at the Mouth. Coming soon, album two, The Cream Soda Fur Coat. coat. Thank you, Marito Lopez. Check him out on IG at No Champagne Pappy. Fuck yeah. Peace to the gods and and the earth. Yes! (laughs) Never sleepers, sleep tight. Never Sleeps Network. 
This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thank you.